Welcome to Salonika Stories, a podcast dedicated to the history of Thessaloniki, from ancient times to the modern day city. Today's episode goes all the way back to the beginning, the founding of the city in the year 316 BC. We'll meet the queen who gave her name to the city, but whose life is still shrouded in mystery and intrigue. History links her to three of the most powerful men of ancient Macedonia. She was the daughter of Philip II, the half-sister of Alexander the Great, and the wife of King Cassander. And although very little is known about Queen Thessaloniki, her city was to be the most prominent and lasting of all Macedonian urban foundations. And so, this is her story. Thessaloniki, the bride of the Termaic Gulf. When visiting Thessaloniki today, it's hard to miss Alexander the Great. His larger-than-life statue, six meters tall, shows the Macedonian conqueror seated on his horse Bukephalos, his beloved companion during his conquests in the east. This modern monument dominates the pedestrianized seafront, the Nea Paralia, and can be seen from far away. Close by, across the street from the famous White Tower, stands another statue referring to antiquity, that of his father, King Philip II. Together, they represent the greatness of ancient Macedonia and the empire they created in the Eastern Mediterranean and far beyond, all the way to India. Now, being the capital of Greek Macedonia, Thessaloniki very much cultivates this link with two of history's greatest kings and their heritage. They are symbols of local and even national identity, and therefore, for instance, does the image of Alexander feature prominently on the city's municipal flag. But, at a second glance, something does not entirely add up, historically speaking, that is. Leaving aside the political and cultural motivations for the self-identification with those kings, there is no direct relationship to be found between Thessaloniki and Philip II and Alexander, for the simple reason that the city did not yet exist in their lifetime but was founded in 316 BC, so quite some time after their respective deaths. The story of Thessaloniki's beginnings and its earliest history does form an important part of ancient Macedonian history, however, but it involves different and less well-known characters from the royal family. It's time now to introduce King Cassander. Cassandros, or Cassander, was a Macedonian nobleman from a family that was closely linked to the ruling Macedonian dynasty, the Argiots. He was a contemporary of Alexander the Great and joined him in the famous classes by the philosopher Aristotle, alongside other famous characters like Ptolemy and Lysimachus. Cassander's father was Antipatros, or Antipater, a trusted general and advisor of both Philip II and Alexander. During their absence abroad, he was made supreme regent of Macedonia and Greece. When Alexander had passed away in Babylon in the year 323 BC, a major power struggle broke out, the so-called Wars of the Successors. Cassander managed to come out on the winning side, taking over his father's position as sole ruler of the European territories. Eventually, he would rule as Macedonian king 
for 19 years, thereby founding his own royal dynasty, the Antipatridae, named after his father. But his newly won kingship was not widely accepted straight away. Being an outsider, with no official relation to the Macedonian royal family, he had to legitimize his presence by both force and diplomacy. First of all, he reverted to ruthless behavior by having Olympias, Alexander's mother, and his son murdered, thereby removing the remaining competition to the throne. Secondly, in order to seek recognition for his new family dynasty, he found an obvious way of establishing continuity with the past. He achieved this goal by marrying a princess from the previous dynasty, the Argiots, with a clear link to Macedonia's most illustrious kings. Her name, Thessaloniki, daughter of Philip II and the half-sister of Alexander the Great. She was Cassander's ticket to perpetuating his royal dominance. Thessaloniki is likely to have been born in the 340s BC, but there is no certainty about the precise year. It is commonly agreed upon that Philip's daughter had been born on the exact day of a glorious Macedonian victory in Thessaly, at the battle of the so-called Crocus Field. The name Thessaloniki would then be a composition of two Greek words, a victory, Nike, won in Thessaly. Despite the lack of biographical details, it is known, however, that her mother died shortly after giving birth. The young girl was probably brought up by Olympias, who was then in exile in Epirus, in what is now northwestern Greece. Thessaloniki must have accompanied her foster mother back to Macedonia in 336 BC to attend the fateful wedding in the royal capital of Aigai, where King Philip II was assassinated. We know nothing of her life in the following decade, but after Alexander's death, she witnessed the violent downfall of her foster family by Cassander, who, as was discussed just before, killed Olympias in 316 BC and became sole ruler of Macedonia. Immediately afterwards, he married Thessaloniki, most definitely out of expediency with her being a true Argiot royal princess. Thessaloniki was remarkably old for a Macedonian bride, as she was probably between 30 and 35 years old at the time. It's impossible to estimate her attitude towards Cassander and the marriage, which produced three sons in short succession. Most probably Thessaloniki was relegated to a life of marriage seclusion without any political role, having fulfilled Cassander's dynastic goals. Being married to a daughter of Philip II, he could now claim continuity with the past and have sons and heirs who were, by birth, half Argiot royals. Marrying a royal princess was not the only thing Cassander did to legitimize his position. In the same year, 316 BC, he once again imitated his royal predecessors by founding a new city. Philip II had been the first to establish and name a city after himself. Alexander followed his father and founded many Alexandrias, most of which have since then disappeared from the map, except for the metropolis in modern-day Egypt. Cassander, however, took a further unprecedented step by naming his new city, which was located at the Termaic Gulf, after a royal woman, his wife Thessaloniki. Once again, he stressed his connection to the Argiot dynasty and particularly to Philip, 
his deceased father-in-law. Her very name commemorated his famous victory and gave the new city a firm grounding in Macedonian history. Thessaloniki wasn't the only city Cassander founded. In fact, the settlement he named after himself, Cassandria, at the Isthmus of the Chalkidiki Peninsula, failed to live up to his high expectations of becoming his capital, as it declined in status during the next centuries. Ironically then, it wasn't his city that would achieve eternal life, but instead the one named after his wife. The policy behind the foundation of the city and its earliest history will be the subject of another podcast, coming soon. Back to Queen Thessaloniki, one last time. At the end of her life, tragedy and intrigue struck once more. After a marriage of nearly 20 years, Cassander died of consumption in the year 297 BC, followed shortly by their eldest son. This left the two remaining brothers to a shared kingship, but as history has shown on many occasions, this partnership soon turned into violence. The two brothers fell out with each other, and their mother Thessaloniki became stuck in an impossible choice for one or the other. When the more dominant of the two sons, Antipater, who was named after his grandfather, accused her of taking sides, he murdered her in cold blood. And so, the life of Queen Thessaloniki came to a tragic conclusion. In the end, her assassination was in vain when both remaining brothers met a violent death themselves at the hands of more experienced and battle-hardened opponents, bent on taking over their royal throne. This meant that the newly founded dynasty of Cassander was dismantled as quick as it had been established. With Thessaloniki's death, the Argiot family died out as well, giving way to a new phase in Macedonian history. No ancient statue or coin portrait has survived of Queen Thessaloniki. Maybe that's why she has all but vanished from today's city. She does live on in legend, however. There's a persistent but charming folktale still very popular in Greece, which talks of a mermaid who lived in the Aegean for hundreds of years and who was thought to be Thessaloniki. The earliest of these accounts appears in the so-called Alexander Romance, a fictitious Byzantine account of his life and exploits, composed and adjusted between the 4th and 15th century. The most common form of the legend was probably established in Ottoman times. It states that Alexander, in his quest for the fountain of immortality, retrieved with great exertion a flask of immortal water from India, when his sister, to be identified with our Thessaloniki, accidentally drank from it, he cursed her to become half-woman half fish, a mermaid that is. Despite his harsh treatment, she bade him no grudge, however. Instead, ever since she travels the Aegean Sea in great distress, passing judgment on ships sailing by and inquiring them about the fate of her brother. To the sailors who encountered her, she would always pose the same question. Is Alexander the king alive? To which the correct answer would be, he lives and reigns and conquers the world. When being given this reply, she would allow the ship to sail safely away in calm seas. Any other answer would transform her into the raging Gorgona, bent on shipwrecking the vessel and drowning its crew. And so, the bride of the Termaic Gulf, 
became the mermaid of the Aegean Sea. I am not aware of any recent sightings of her sea creature appearance in the waters around Thessaloniki, but for sure there is no statue of her in the modern city. Interestingly enough, there is one on the island of Thassos in the North Aegean. It has an inscription by the famous Greek author Nikos Kazantzakis, which reads the following. It was not an island, it was a creature lying in the sea. It was the mermaid, the sister of Alexander the Great, who was mourning and making the seas rough. Who knows, maybe the time will come that Queen Thessaloniki will return to her city and take her rightful place again alongside Philip II and Alexander, her most famous of Macedonian royal family members. Thanks for listening to this episode of Salonika Story. Make sure to follow us and stay tuned for more fascinating history from Thessaloniki. Thank you.